older. Hi. People that listen to Vusi Ideas That Matter podcasts already know where I got that introduction from. Anyway, it's nice to be recording again. I've been away from here for huge, I think, two months, three months. Wow. That has been really insane. Um, I did record an episode in month of September and I didn't get to put it out because picking out the time to edit that episode was just a lot and then i had so many things going on for me um like through that period and most especially i had this event i was organizing tech off it was um a tech talent showcase i i did here in akure on state so um i mean it took like a lot of my time so I, I cannot bring myself to record something, but I had so many ideas, so many things I wanted to talk about that I've just been keeping to myself. But I'm finally here and I'm finally recording again. So there are so many things I'll actually like to tell you about the few months I've been away. As you know, every single thing that I talk about here on my podcast is always about something that I, I have experienced, right? Something that I have experienced and learned from. But um, today we're going to go in straight into a particular topic which is going to be the ninth episode in our two series and it's going to be called but it is called being so good they can't ignore you without further ado welcome again to the journey with me day i know where i was this is where i am and together we're about to find out where i'm going to be Let's see if this is some, if this is something we can discuss in 10, 15 minutes. And I'm saying this because um, I'm literally going to be reading you a book in this episode. And that's because I feel like this book is so complete that I don't know what I can add to it. I, I don't know what I can remove from it um, to build an episode of my own. It sounds weird, right? But it, it's just how complete I think this book is. And... It, it really it really helped me change my mindset a lot. I think I have talked about it on this podcast before and that's why I'm naming the podcast exactly the name of the book. So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport. And the area of this book that I really want to emphasize on in this episode is the fact that um, you should focus more on skills than passion and the subtitle of the book also says why skills trump passion in the quest for work you love and um one still on the cover of the book as i said i'm, I'm going to be reading this book just right back at you in this episode because as i said it's just so complete it's it's just so complete right so right on the cover of the book there is a review from the um from the founder of LinkedIn, right? And this is Reid Hoffman. And he says that this book is an important guide to starting a remarkable career. I think I'll listen to the founder of LinkedIn because, I mean, we all know the kind of platform LinkedIn is. It's the social network, networking platform for, for professionals, right? 
Um, and that's why I think it's such a great review from someone like that from Reed Hoofman. So, so good they can't ignore you by Carl Newport. Let's go to the first page. I'm genuinely reading this book to you. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Let, let's talk a little bit about why I, I think this is very important and why I need to share this and how it affects my life personally, as you know. I always relate everything back to myself. Um, I, I've also shared on this podcast that earlier this year, I started a year with a with a different goal from what I have right now. I started a year with, oh, I need a better job. I need a, um, a new job, probably um, with a higher title, probably like oh, a senior software engineer or something like that. And then um, I was failing terribly at it because... I was chasing title. Meanwhile, what I should have been doing was, I I, I should have be, like um, tried to become a senior engineer, and then if I become a senior engineer long enough, someone should pay me to be to continue to be a senior software engineer, right? So um, uh, the, the the this entire moment happened, and then around June, I you know I came across this book and some other books, and then oh, it changed my mindset entirely about how. I am supposed to, you know, navigate life and navigate, um, you know, these decisions. And I decided to focus on my skills. Like, I'm going to get as good as I can be such that when I, I approach people for whatever role I want, it's not going to be a matter of, oh, I don't think you're good enough, right? That was just the entire thing for me. And that is really what this book really communicates. However, there's a, there's like a, a, a another layer, right? more like a higher layer and that has to do with your passion and your skills because um i can be very very passionate about software engineering but not be good at software engineering and yes this is this is very possible because passion is 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 a huge driving force but at the same time it's it's fecal and it does not have evidence that's the reality um passion only belongs to you you cannot um you cannot communicate your passion in no other way than showing that you are freaking freaking good at this thing you claim that you're passionate about so it means that people do not see your passion you are the only person that actually sees your passion but the only way you can actually show other people your passion is to show them how good you are and that is why people do not look for who's passionate about something they look for who can best communicate how good they are. Communication is an entirely new layer that would have a separate episode about because communicating how good you are is also different from actually being good. Two different things. Okay. Um, that said, I, I I just like talked about talked against passion right now, and um, there's still one 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 area about passion which is the first rule from from this book by Carl Newport, which says don't follow your passion. Now, I just made a, a separation or a difference between what passion is, or let me say, um, the fact that passion belongs to you and it is only your skills that you can show, you know, to someone else outside, right? In that case, why should you not follow your passion? Um, I think I've shared on this, on this podcast in the past as well before that, if I followed my passion, I'd probably be in the music industry right now. Um, if I had followed the original passion I had, 
But then I, yes, I did, I did grow an interest, an interest for um, computer science, for gadgets, practically. I was in between that, like those decisions, like um, my passion, music and entertainment and an interest, which was um, gadgets, computer science and, you know, just doing things on the computer, really. I was not passionate about computers. I just enjoyed working with computers. I was very passionate about entertainment, but I chose, I chose computer science because I... I flipped the statement, follow your passion and um, you need to do what you love, right? That's the, that's the cliche. Oh, how do you, how do you um, choose your career path? Oh, find something you love and then just do it. So I had to flip that into building a passion in something and then loving what I do. That's something that Kanye Paul really emphasizes in the first section of his book that, that where he says, don't follow your passion because he tries to communicate there that doing what you love does not really exist because the things that you love you only you you only are able to love them because of the environment that you're in so if you're in a different environment if you're in a different situation you'll be loving different things so what happens when you when something takes you out of your current environment and you're in a new place and you're a new system how do you then how do you then continue to do what you love if what you love is no longer there or based on the environment that you find yourself in, you love something else. This is going to make you hop from one career path to another. And this is very, very true for um, people who, who hop from one thing to another. This is because they are in different stages of their lives. And um, in these different stages, they love different things. So they go ahead and just hop onto different things and they don't know or how to stay in one place or the other. But what you want to do is to make sure that you actually find something, something that, that, that piques your interest. I mean, we've talked about purpose on just on my WhatsApp story before I recorded this um, yesterday. I posted something like passion versus purpose versus skill. And I intentionally put purpose in the middle because that's where, you know, that's how you find the balance. So um, if you want to understand about purpose, just just go back to um, the episode on North Star. So you understand the area about purpose. And now with this episode, you can understand the balance between your passion and your skill, you know, align that with your purpose and, you know, be really, you'd actually be doing um, or you're, you're actually going to love the work that you do. So how do you make this balance? Identifying your purpose is where it all starts from. Um, and then you, you, you have this, this greater force, this greater mission, right? In this same book, um, the fourth rule in this book is to have a mission. It's the importance of a mission. So you need to have a mission. That's how you, that's how you, you, you love what you do, right? Um, remember when we're no longer doing what you love, we are shifting to a mindset where we have to love, you have to love what you do. You choose something you want to do and then you love it. So you, you, you choose something and then you build a passion in that thing, right? And how you build passion in that thing is that you have a purpose, you have a mission that you're following. And apart from that, um, where your passion truly, truly comes from is your mastery, if you know something well enough, you become so passionate about it. It's automatic. P- 
passion is knowing. As I've said, you only grew these passions because you were familiar with it in the environment that you're at right now. So as long as you become more and more familiar with this thing, you become passionate about it. The same thing happens with the people that we associate ourselves with. The more time you spend with someone, the more passionate you get about them. The more, the more experiences you build with someone, the more you know somebody, you become more passionate about them. That's how we build relationships. That's how we choose our partners. The same thing happens to your work life. The same thing happens to your career. The more you, you get um, familiar, the more you grind in a particular hustle, you get more and more passionate about it. You get more attached to your work, to that organization, to that company, because you've put in so much effort that you do not want to lose it. Especially when you back that up with some, with some um, sort of mission that you have, right? Now, it's more than just the time you spend with it. You also want to achieve a particular thing with this particular job. And that is why I believe the North Star episode is very important for you to listen to. Because in the North Star, I talked about how you can have this superficial, um, this superficial um, drive, right? That pushes you to do something. I mean, um, I actually talked about something that pushes you to create a perfect world for you, right? So if you think about your job as, okay, this job helps me create a perfect world. By doing this, the world is going to be perfect. That's such a huge mission. And it's such a huge thing for you to be passionate about because you, you, you literally trying to change the world. And I, I, I say this literally because you will change the world. If that is your mission, it's very, very possible. Right. Um, and having that mission, becoming good at what you do is going to develop the passion that you want to follow. And if you now take the advice of following your passion, you know, you would then that would give you the, the, the discipline and determination to continue doing what you're doing because well you developed the passion now you're following the passion now um that said next I, I want to talk about the importance of control this is actually the the third rule in the book so how many rules have we discussed we've, we've discussed two rules we, we talked about passion and we've talked about um being good because when you choose something and you're good at it, the mastery is what helps you to grow the passion, right? In a particular field. And then you decide, you decide, you choose where you want to be good at. You choose the passion you want to follow. That, that's very important. You are the one that, that's making the choice. You do not let passion decide for you because that would be very wrong. You have the control, right? Um, and that leads us to the third rule, which is the importance of control, right? Yeah. Um, the importance of control. This, this is the third rule of four rules in this particular book. Um, importance of control. There are two ways that control happens in your career. There's the control to do and there's the control to prevent. This means that at some point in your career, you actually want to take control of exactly what happens to you. Um, I talked about this. I, I was sharing this with my, my um, WhatsApp should I say contacts or audience or whatever. And then um, I was talking about how your career is a business of one. Your career is your business. So um, sometimes you, you decide what happens with your business. If you think it's time to put in more capital in your business, which we'll also talk about um, career capital in a moment. um, If you decide to put in more capital into your business, you choose that. 
if you have some customers you're offering, which is probably your employers or whoever you're, you're working for or working with, if, if, they, if it's time for you to change that, if it's time for you to stop serving some customers because they no longer fit into your business um, projection, you make that decision. At the same time, if your customers are offering you some of the things you can't handle at the moment, you, you cannot continue that, that, that relationship, that contract, because this is your business. And this is how you survive. Your career is a business of one. You are the CEO, you are the CFO, you are the COO, you are the everything. So you choose. You are the accountant. And especially in the financial area, you do not want to accept a promotion too early because that is going to be bad for your business. Businesses intentionally stay small in their early stages um, um, learn a lot from their customers, from customers, get enough feedback to then reiterate to the next position. So you want to make sure that you're doing that as well. So you don't want to um, take a promotion and just accept it because, oh yeah, it's good. They'll probably pay you more. And then you find out that, oh, you're not good enough for this particular promotion. And then they don't demote you after that. You probably gonna, you're probably going to get fired. Meaning that um, these customers will just suddenly stop purchasing from your service, Right. Remember, a career is a business of one. So these customers that you're that you're offering, they suddenly stop purchasing from you. Now you're stranded, and you have to f- probably find some other customers to, you know, offer and things like that. So you do not want to accept a promotion that you're not ready for. As I, as I talked about in my era of oh, looking for a senior role, trying to land a senior role, and all of those things, I I changed my mindset from looking for a senior role to being a senior, and then. Someday, someone would pay me to continue to be a senior. Let's go to the fourth rule of this book. And it is the importance of mission, thinking small and acting big. I said in, um, recently that changing the world is, uh, is, is achievable. And it's such a huge mission that's going to keep you grinding in that particular work that you have chosen, right? And there's nothing really greater than having, um, having a goal like that, right? And that's why a mission is important. Now, there are certain things that mission require. I, I said that we're going to talk about career capital, so we're going to do that. So missions require capital, missions require um, bets, little bets, and missions require marketing. This is me literally reading from Carl, New- Carl Newport. All right, so um, missions require capital. For every career path you're going through, you, you, you choose. For every field you choose, as I said, it's a business of one. It is your business, and and this is this is your business. This is this this is um, an organization, your startup, something you are trying to build and scale to last for. I think forty years. That's how long your career will probably last for forty, fifty, sixty years even. And so you. You want to think about your capital, your career capital. Now, career capital comes in various ways. It can be in resources, money. It can be in people, networking, your your connections. And fourthly, it is in your skill development. That's why we talked about skills earlier, the importance of your skill. Um, As a software engineer, I had various career capitals. Trust me, my background in writing was a career capital for me because it helped me understand research. It helped me understand communication. It helps me type faster on the keyboard. Those are career capitals. You need to be able to identify certain capitals that help you be, you know, that that, that contributes back. Uh, And what, what we call them professionally are transferable skills. 
So building a career capital, um, these things that are transferable skills, is exactly the follow-up step to do. More like if someone asks you, oh, if follow your passion is bad advice, so what then do you do? The next thing you do is to build your career capital. And, and as I've said, apart from money and connection and network, it is your skills, rare and valuable skills. These are the career capitals that you need. And when it comes to building career capitals, there are there's a mindset you, you use, and it's called the craftsman mindset. Um, it's called the craftsman mindset because... If you look at a craftsman, someone that actually creates, let's look at someone that actually creates object out of clay. If you don't know it, you don't know it. There's there's no two way around it. You can't fake it. You can't you can't just um do something and call it oh yeah this is a clay creation. People can see they can see exactly the shapes you bent. You know what, what corners you took. It's it's clear. Do you get? And that's why we call it the craftsman mindset. You have to be intentionally good at what you do at every decision you make when it comes to building your skill. And you build rare and valuable skills such that um, it cannot be easily replicated. Because if you are easily, if it is easily replicated, then another person can do exactly what you do and, you know, push you out out of business. And you do not want that. You may think that, oh, Okay, let's say if you're a software engineer like myself, uh, uh, how, how can I be unique as a software engineer? There are tons of software engineers out there. Well, there are so many opportunities, so many ways you can build real and valuable skills to still make you unique. You don't have to be unique from every other software engineer in the world. You just really have to be, sometimes you just have to be unique in your team. In the team you work at, you just have to be unique in your team. Have a special thing you bring to the table, a special thing that you contribute. That makes you unique enough. So I, I mentioned that mission require capital, mission missions require um, little bits, and missions require marketing. We've talked about the capital that missions require. There's the finance, there's the people and network, and then there's the skills, right? Your, which is your career capital. Then missions require little bits. Um, as much as you have this huge career capital and these rare and valuable skills that you that you've created and you have built your passion in these skills because of the mission you want to achieve and the fact that you are now very very good at it um you now want to you want to make little bets and as i've said um creating success is not only based on your skill of course it's also based on the environment i mentioned earlier in the episode that your environment determines what kind of passion you have and that is why you want to be the one to control your passions and control the work that you do and that's actually how you love the work you do you do the importance of um control is how you love your work so the only way you can actually love your work is by having control over the work you do so um no matter how much you have this control however you still have to make little bets. You have to make a bet that I'm going to not take this promotion and work harder to become very, very good to be a senior. And then I'm going to push for something better than this promotion that this person wants to give to me right now. That's a bet that you've taken right now. It's a very small bet, but you know, it's going to matter in the long run, right? So those can those kind of bets, taking them like um, let's say every month you get the opportunity to make this kind of bets it help, it pushes you for that to becoming better at what you do in essence building better skills which of course in essence would eventually help you to build a passion in that line in that work that you have chosen all right and then the last thing about mission is that mission requires marketing 
this is the area of communication. This is the area of putting yourself out there and um, max- maximizing your network. You need, we have an episode on networking on this podcast as well. You need, need, need to put, always put yourself in a place where people see you for what you are. People see you for the kind of mission you're trying to achieve. People see that you are effortlessly working towards that mission and that is why they would come and support you and join you it can be by offering you a job it can be by connecting connecting you to your next um, hiring manager let people know your mission let market yourself every single time I, i have the opportunity to talk somewhere i talk about how i have my goal of building people and helping businesses leverage technology i carry it on my head And um, those are the four rules of um, being so good, people cannot ignore you. And you'll find that in the book by Carl Newport. That's literally the title, So Good They Can't Ignore You. Why skills trump passion in the quest of work that you love. We talked about four rules. We talked about um, don't follow your passion, which is the first rule. The second rule, we talked about the importance of skill. Then we talked about the importance of control. And then we talked about the importance of having a mission. Um, This has been super, super interesting. I really recommend that you highly read this book. And I mentioned at the the beginning of the podcast that I I (laughs) I made my intro sound like the intro of a particular podcast called Ideas That Matter by Vusi. VT, you should check him out. Um, He... I think I've not, I've not given a podcast recommendation for in a long while on this podcast. So this is me doing that. Um, you should check that podcast out. It's co- it also contains very, very practical lessons of um, from the experiences of a successful man, which is VT. Vusi is his um, first name. Yeah. He's a South African man. He's just a very successful guy. He's some, someone I emulate myself after. So um, I think he's a great recommendation for you guys. Thank you so much for listening up to this point. I really appreciate sticking with me even when I was absent. I mean, I see the play count increase time and time. I see the impressions increase time and time. I see how you share the episode, share different episodes. Um, I, I think I was working in the workspace one time and then someone, I walked into the workspace and then some guy says, yo, I was just listening to your voice right now. And I was like, how? And I was like, oh, from your podcast. I'm like, oh, that's nice. So <laughs> it's, just, it's just very interesting. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, thank you so much for all the support. Um, this is Tools 9. We are two, two series behind. But I think I would make out the time to make that up before December. We have three more tools series before the before the year ends. And yeah, I'm sure I'll be able to I'll be able to give that to you guys. Thank you so much for joining in again. I appreciate it. And see you on the next episode of the journey with me. Bye for now.